Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. It's Quizzy Dag with Ashley and Martin. Regrow your hair. Search Ashley and Martin today. You know what time it is, it's Quizzy Dag. A quiz that keeps on giving like I skip a pass. Louie, Trudy, Kez and Joe not wants to brag. But good luck to our quizzies cause there's Satan in the bag. Oh, 800-150-811 now. Give it a go. Oh, Good morning, it's time for Quizzy Dag, your chance to win the $50 TAB bonus bet. You could probably put it on Baldara if I get paid into perfect pink, eh? <laughs> I'm only joking, don't go with your or heart, am I? go with your head. Or don't, oh, I don't know, Louis. Louis, find a friend today or what? It's a tough quiz, so we'll see how we go. <laughs> we'll see if we all need right, one. You might have a phone a friend, alright? I want to see Louis rhyme. Rhyme a few of these. Anyway, we're going to go to Callum in the West Coast. West Auckland, I should say. Callum, good morning. Morning, guys. How you going? Very good, Callum. Very, very good. We'll rip straight into it, bud. Good luck. Which Kiwi athlete's father can't stop swearing on live TV? I've got no idea on that one. Phone a friend who can't do uh, Not a no way. Oh. Out of, get out of it, Callum. <laughs> Move on. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cal. But. Sorry, Cal. Luke, Deneen, this one's so easy. Where you been? Luke, good morning. Hello. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> Hello. Morning, morning. Which Kiwi athlete's father can't stop swearing on live TV? <laughs> Zoe Sadowski, sit up. You're yes. right. Beautiful, beautiful. Here we go. Question number two. Manchester City ran wild on Sporting Lisbon in their Champions League knockout game yesterday, beating them 5-0. How many times have City won the Champions League? Five. Four. Three. Three. Sorry, Luke. It's not three, bud. Thank you. Have a good day. 
We're going to go to Brenton. Morning, Brenton. How are you, bro? Yeah, good, brother. Manchester City ran wild on Sporting Lisbon in their Champions League knockout game yesterday, beating them 5 0. How many times have City won the Champions League? Oh, I don't know. Can we get a phone right. friend on that one? Nah. Three, two, one. Okay, I'll, I'll guess. I'll guess four. Four. No, it's Go the not other way. Four, Brenton. Go the other way. It's not four, Brenton. Sorry, brother. Have a good day. Brett. Cuzzy, Brett. Oh, morning, good morning. Cuzzy. Morning, my morning, bro. Bro. How are you? I don't know that one either, so I'll have a guess. And go for one. Oh, yeah. sorry, Brett. <laughs> Have a good day, brother. Thank you. We're going to go to Simon in Auckland. How you going? Hey, Si. How many times has City won the Champions League? Is it just one? <laughs> no, no, it's not one. It's not once. Sorry, brother. Okay. Have a good day. Okay. All right, Tim, Tim, it's not one, okay? It's not one, but it's it's like this. Oh, that's so close. Tim. Yeah, Tim two. and Christchurch. Oh. Yeah, two. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. Sorry. <laughs> it's not two. It's not two. Reed. We're going to get a read and go. You're going to go. Have they not won one at all? There. Beautiful. They haven't won it all. They've won it zero times. There you go. We're going to go to question number three now. Tor Fern and NCAA. NCAA basketball star Charlize Leger Walker has become a top 10 finalist in the prestigious Ann Myers Drysdale Award, which is awarded to the best player in which position? Oh, uh. Oh. I'll say, um. Coaching. Oh, no, what? it's not coaching. Oh, should, should we give him another crack? Give him another crack at that. Is he surely like it's a playing? What you're you're cool. It's a it's a position position playing position on the basketball court. Playing position. Oh, yep. sure. I'm not not much of a oh. basketball boy. It's a wee bit of a hunt. Ooting, rad, shooting. <sighs> yeah, what's the other one? Rad. Ooting <laughs> <laughs> Rad. Ooting Rad. <laughs> oh, sorry, Reed. Have a good day, brother. All right, we're going to go to Chris in Morrinsville. Chris. Think MJ. Yeah, shooting guard. Chris. Shooting guard. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. Question number four. Who was the first try scorer in Warriors history? Hey, no, no, sorry. We're gonna go to Jade, Jade and Hamilton. I'm prepared to do a phone a friend here as well. Phone a friend for this one, Jade. Who was the first try scorer for the Warriors in history? Go phone a friend, eh? Uh, Hill okay, Lake. Lily. Rhymes with Hill Lake. Hill Lake. This is pretty obscure, to be fair. Five. Three. 
شون هوبي It's not showing off <laughs> Sorry, Jade. This is tough. This is tough. Kids, good on you. Good on you. Mark and Christchurch. Mark, morning. Hey, go, boys. I'm still laughing at that. Oh, God. Phil Blake. Phil Blake. Phil Blake. Beautiful. Beautiful. How many. Question five. How many Group 1 races did Probabile win? Oh, God. No phone a friend, eh? <laughs> nah. First we go, it's between this and that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he would too. You're right, Mark. You're right. <laughs> it's, 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 it's under five. Five. Four? <laughs> oh my god Yes Marky Well mate he had 4, 3, 2, 1 uh, As it was under 5 I'm not saying in between 6 and 4 Or 6 and oh, 5 and, what five a quiz. and 3 oh, One of the greats Well done Mark Thanks brother Cheers, boys. <laughs> that is sensational, is he? That is so good. No happy with your hair loss. Make today a turning point. Search Ashley and Martin online today. What a quiz. Phone of friends, and uh, it's under, it's betweens, and no bears. We still dragged it out for about 10 minutes. Back after this. On the other side, it'll be duly after the news. We know the record against the Proteas is thin, and we know this version of the Black Caps 11 is, an, is as unsettled as it has been for a long time, but do they still have the residual, residual class of world class world test champions to be able to salute on their own pitch? We shall see. One man who will be watching along the very intrigued, and very intrigued is the great Simon Dool, who, believe it or not, we find today back in New Zealand. He's in isolation, and he's kindly found some time to join us while he's probably still in bed, resting up, just about to get his breakfast delivered to his door. Morning, Dooley. How are you, brother? Busy. I'm good, mate. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good, mate. <laughs> it's, uh, it's How's isolation? How are you doing? It's, yeah, it's coming in a paper bag very shortly, I would imagine. Um, it, it's always it's a cold breakfast every morning, whether we've had cold bacon and egg pie or uh, I had some cold pancakes <laughs> the other day. Anyway, <laughs> look, I'm not going to complain too much, mate. I've, I've, I've got a spot. I got home uh, it's, and... Um, well, it's about time yeah, we get rid of that, eh? COVID's everywhere here. Got to go. We don't need it. Got to go. Oh, mate. Oh, anyway, well, you you're going to be in ISO and, and day one starts today for the test matches. And uh, I want to talk to you, mate. What's what's your expectations and predictions leading into this test match? Well, traditionally we've found pretty tough to play South Africa. They've always challenged us. It's, it's a huge challenge for this place cap side. Yeah, we haven't beaten them in a series, which is is the one concerning factor, mm. but. Um, Look, I mean, we're always we're always very very good at home. We have been uh, of you know probably the last five six seven years we've been exceptionally good at home. I heard your little build up there, and obviously without Williamson, with Taylor retired, with Trent Bolt away on paternity leave, um, you know yeah. it's a very different looking side. It's a side without. I, I think we have to go back, Izzy, to mm. two thousand and eight. 14 years yeah. ago and 117 test matches since New Zealand have played a test without either Williamson, Taylor or Bolt. So it's 
it, wow. it's a long, long time since since those guys have uh, not played a test at some stage through that um, through that era. So look, we're we're up. We're, I don't say we're up against it. I, I think it's a it's a series that should be very, very competitive. New Zealand going with it just depends on their side. I think today I just don't mm. like the fact that they look like they're going to go in with six seam bowlers. It, it looks like they'll leave mm. Russian Ravindra out, and and I just don't know whether that's the way to go. Um, if they played De Grandom and Mitchell, they've got two very decent um, medium pace bowlers there, so they don't need to play Matt Henry, in my opinion. Mm. Um, they can go in with Wagner, Southey, Jameson, and Ravindra, and then use De Grandom and Mitchell. So that would be the way I'd go. I just don't know whether they will do that. And, um, you know, South Africa, having lost Tegan Peterson after that Indian series, he was incredibly um, good for them, and that they sort of seemed like they finally found a number three that was a seriously good player. Um, and now I'm thinking that um, Eruwe, Sarel Eruwe, will have to bat three for them in this test match, which just leaves a little bit of a hole for them. So, you know, both sides without a couple of key players, but um, New Zealand at home should still just, I think, just have the advantage. The weather's been pretty atrocious down here, Dooley, so the, yes, the pitch has been under the covers, germinating, you know. Do you think that's a that's a factor to why they're heading towards the Matt Henry? The pitch is going to be seeming quite a lot at the start. And it's a toss, it's a toss. It's always, it's been vital, particularly in India and in those series over there, the toss was key to, to winning the series or winning the test match. Do you, do you think the toss is, is vital in this test match? Toss is always quite a key um, in New Zealand conditions. Um, mm. New Zealand players do know how to bat on it a lot better than the opposition, though, in general terms, if they have to bat first. The likes of Latham, Will Young, you know, they've got a, just more used to it, I think, um, in, in those sorts of conditions. But it will be bowler-friendly. You, you just know it. I mean, you know, I got here on... Well, I'm out today. I'm allowed out today. It's day seven today. Auntie Cindy's letting me out early. I was supposed to do 10 days, and I'm out at <laughs> seven. But... Um, uh, yeah, so I was thinking it rained for the Cheers, first auntie. four days I got here. Is that right? First four days I yeah. got here, it rained. Yes. So um, it's, it's going to be green. It's going to be fresh. But I just, I'm always a believer that if, look, if four seamers, you know, three seamers can't do it, why can four? But New Zealand are going to go in with six seamers, potentially six seamers. Mm. And, and Daryl Mitchell is not the worst on these sorts of conditions. Colin DeGrona, we know what he can do in these conditions. So to me, mm. they just need a point of difference. And that's why I would... I would say Ravindra just still has to play. And it'll be sentimental, or not sentimental, but there'll be a little bit around, OK, we've got to pick Matt Henry, it's his home ground. But he's only got one wicket there in two test matches and averages 200 with the ball. So, you know, he's played two yeah. test matches at Christchurch and got one wicket. It's not like he's a horses-for-courses type player, which I know yeah. um, Eric said is a, a big sort of proponent of. Um, so just, you know, as I say, it'll be, it'll surprise me if they go with Ravindra. I think they will just take the safe route, but it's just, it's not the smart route, I don't think, if they, if they go with Matt Henry. And, and that's just, you know, mm. again, it's just an opinion and, and we're all, we're all allowed one, I suppose, but they'll, uh, They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll probably ignore sure. mine. Love it. <laughs> Dooley, Dooley, Louie here. It's so good to have your dulcet tones back in the country, mate. It feels like it's been forever. You're pretty much... You, do you still pay tax in New Zealand, or are you, you pretty much just... You, you, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a resident of Dubai now, Louie, so uh, I've got my residency and everything up in Dubai, and that, that's, that's home for me now, brother. Oh, is so, it really? Uh, I'm, I'm, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. King yeah, of Dubai. Yeah, I'm only here to do the uh, Women's World Cup. They only drive drive Maseratis, McLarens, (laughs) and and Ferraris over there. Are you you driving one of those? Wouldn't you, Dooley? I could pitch you in one of those. 
Lamborghinis, mate. They, they drive over there too. Oh. <laughs> necklace, necklace on, shirt unbuttoned. You can just picture it, can't you? Dooley, um, it, it sounds like, bro. It sounds like, um, and, and you know, there's no room for sentiment in this squad because Ajaz Patel took ten for and couldn't get a look into the test squad, and then the wicket started turning. So you know that there's there's no room for that. Yeah. But you you almost sound like if he didn't have this calf niggle, you'd have him in the side. Or do you like Rutch and Ravinja because he can just do that bit of extra with the bat? I just would, I just would be there in a heartbeat. He, he would definitely mm. be in the side. And I know, you know, I know that spinners don't bowl a lot at um, at Christchurch. I know that spinners don't bowl a huge amount in New Zealand, but he just offers you that point of difference. And if, as I say, with the fact that you've got De Grandom and Mitchell anyway, they're guaranteed to, you know, to play. I just don't see that six seam bowlers, um, five of which are right arm. Um, are going to do any any sort of do anything different? So you need that point of difference. So that's why we just have Ravindra in there just to do something. You know, M- Maharaj is going to play. I mean, he's been one of South Africa's better bowlers. Kishab Maharaj might not bowl a lot in the first innings if they win the toss, but he's still going to play because he is one of their better bowlers, and that's kind of the the, the route I would go down. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm, I totally agree. I think Ajaz Patel, there's a bit of a debate yesterday, and I put it out there. Look, I'm, and they're not in the same category, let's be honest, but I said Daniel Vittori, whether it was a turning wicket or just an absolute flat track that just didn't do anything. Not that Vittori yeah. uh, turns it, apparently, Baz used to say, um, but he'd always <laughs> be in the side. So, yeah, <laughs> he'd always I'm, be in the side. So I just feel like Ajaz yeah. has got to that situation where he's... he's, he's it wasn't always a big turner of the ball, but he could get guys out with flight and pace and, and all of those mm. things. And yes, he turned himself into a quality batsman. I think in the end, he probably got mm. half a dozen, I think six test match hundreds, uh, which, which certainly yeah. made him a genuine all-rounder. But, um, you know, we, we, there's enough batting in that New Zealand lineup, I think, um, mm. to, to go with a jazz in every test match. It just, it, it doesn't seem to me to make sense. If the likes of Mitchell de Grandom are going to play again, then it doesn't make sense to not have a spin bowling option in there. But, um, yeah, time will tell, mate. And, you know, they'll, they'll make their decisions around about 10 o'clock this morning, I suppose. And, uh, and we'll all sit back and watch and hope for the best. Yeah, beautiful. I can't wait, mate. Quickly, uh, the new phase for the Black Cats post-Roscoe. Ross Taylor's gone, and we've got a new phase now. We've got uh, Will Young. He's played outstanding in the provincial competition in New Zealand, scoring a couple of hundreds for CD. You've got Devin Conway. Who are you, are you expecting those guys to really stamp their mark in this Black Cap side? Well, I think we'll see the best of, of Devin Conway in the next two to three years to come. Um, look, he, he just mm. he oozes quality. Um, I really like Will Young. Um, just to, the fact that he's come into it at a later age. He's had a lot of experience. He's been to county cricket. Mm. He's had so much first-class experience in New Zealand. Um, he's a really talented operator. He's waited a long, long time to get his opportunity. He's doing well. So, you know, top four that looks like Batham, um, Young, Conway, Williamson, Williamson, Conway, um, is going to hold New Zealand in very good stead for the next um, three, mm. four, five years, I think. And, you know, if Nichols can continue to uh, impress and improve, um, that, you know, Mitchell and, and De Grandom fight out that sort of number six spot, uh, I think it's, um, you know, it, it bodes well. We've just got to find that next tier of bowlers, um, I think, to, to come yeah. through. Um, you know, Bolt and Sally are not going to be around forever, but they've still got a few more years to go yet, particularly Trent Bolt, I think. So we're just looking for that next tier of bowlers, I suppose, to follow on from uh, from the Kyle Jamiesons.
Dooley, no doubt you would have had your finger on the pulse of the uh, IPL auction. I know you love that stuff. Baz was working through the night, then he came here and he turned up and he, he battled through. He's off down calling the test um, in Christchurch as, as we speak or about to. What did you make of KKR? Did they do a good enough job? I think when we asked Baz about it, he said, no, it didn't go to plan, but we were happy. So is that how you saw it? <laughs> Look, can I, can I just say it, though? I've not spoken to one of the owners or the coaches, and we, I did the shows. I did. I worked from six pm till six am um, both nights uh, from my hotel room, um, going back to back to India. I didn't speak to one of the coaches or owners that said they weren't happy. So they all lie. All right, nothing goes to plan in those situations at all. I didn't think they had a great day the first day. I didn't think they had a great day the first day. They were obviously real keen on buying those two key. Players, the two marquee players on day number one, but they just went into yeah. day number two without hardly any money, and they struggled to, to sort of knit together a team. I do now think they've got a very good eleven, but much like last year, mm. I just worry if they have an injury or two. I worry a little bit about them. I worry if they lose an Andre Russell. I worry if you know if Narine's not sort of up to scratch. Although he, he just bashed a thirteen ball fifty overnight. I don't know whether your boys caught up with that um, Bangladesh Premier League. Still on the line with a 13 ball. 50. What? Um, just yeah, just this morning. So I think it's the I think he's the third or fourth to do it in the history of the game, um, alongside Gale and maybe Yuvraj and one other. So um, <laughs> look, uh, yeah, as I say, I think that he um, ended up with a, a very solid 11, maybe 12. I, I just worry if they have a couple of key injuries to key players and um, and their top order. You know, they had worries for the top order last year. I just think that if they don't quite find Benkatesh Iyer doesn't have a massive year in Nitish Rana, I just worry about them a little bit. But, um, hey, you know, that's Baz's job. He's got to coach them and, and get the best out of them. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> he never lets it out, old Baz. He never shows, shows if he's uh, a bit disappointed or he's a bit happy. He just keeps, his, <laughs> keeps it intact, keeps it all in balance. Well, he never shows any I tell you, he is disappointed because I messaged, I messaged Stephen Fleming and I messaged Baz straight after the auction and we'd yeah. done the show. And I, yeah. said, I said, how you going, mate? You happy with what you've got? Fleming replied and said, look, not, didn't all go to plan, but we're pretty happy with our squad. I still haven't heard from Baz. Screen! Did you message him on WhatsApp? Because you can actually see when they're last online and if they've seen the message too. Yeah, yeah I do. Oh. <laughs> so has he seen it? Has he seen it? He's just blanked, he's just blanked me. He's just blanked oh, me. and now you're on his oh. show. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> oh, get up, Chennai. Get up, Chennai. Back to back to back. <laughs> oh, quickly. Oh, Dolly, quickly. We're going to let you go really, really shortly. Really, really shortly. Just uh, predictions. How do you see this this little test series unfolding in these couple of weeks? Two back-to-back tests at Hagley. I think, um, look, I, I can see the first test, um, win the toss, win the test match. Uh, win the toss and bowl mm-hmm. first, win the test match. Just with, as you talked about, the weather down here, I've just looked out the window as well, Izzy, and as you said, it, it's, it's a little bit dark and grey and overcast today. You want it to be a little bit warmer to, to sort of swing that ball around. So I can see the first test, win the toss, win the, win the match, you bowl first, and um, whoever wins the first one will lose the second one. So one all. Beautiful. One all predictions from the great Simon Dool. Dooley, if you get stuck, mate, and you want to go for a game of golf at Clearwater, flick me a message. I will never screen you, mate. I will never screen you. All right? Flick me Thanks, a message and we'll have a have golf. At least there's one good bloke on the show. Or oh, two, actually, with Louie. Ah, oh, cheers, Dooley. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Simon Dool, absolute champion and uh, cricketing.
Wow, commentator, the voice of cricket, I reckon. He is everywhere over in Dubai, rolling around in his Lamborghini. Thanks very much, brother. Have a good day. Uh, we'll be coming back shortly with just some more cricket chat leading into this Test Series. The Black Caps versus South Africa. Day one at Hagley over, and our very own Baz McCullum is calling it. Sad we'll Baz. You're listening to Baz. <laughs> <laughs> no, sad Baz. You're listening to Baz. Wow, he doesn't really listen. He doesn't text back. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Kevis Warehouse. Great savings every day. And further back, the Probabil is winding up late. The Ruffy Zealong still in front of the surround. Funstar and Probabil down the outside. Probabil and Funstar. Probabil sealed the deal right on the post. Crosshaven joined and headed now by Behemoth and Probabil. She strikes the mare. Probabil of the 200. Here's Arcadia Queen, a length and a quarter away. Probabil, a length, Arcadia Queen. Probabil going well. Probabil wins it. A half Arcadia Queen. Mr. Quickie third from Behemoth, so Bon. Funstar and Probabil. They take the front of the 250 from Riadini. It's Probabil, Funstar, Riadini. Yulong Prince coming into the clear from looks like Elvis. Probabil takes the lead from her old sparring partner, Funstar. And Probabil will beat Funstar. In the straight at the 300, Holmesman just in front. Zaki has to find because Probabil's driven through a non-conformist. Zaki's really <laughs> going to have to find at the 150. Probabil's wayward, non-conformist, the threat then Zaki. Probabil and non-conformist. Probabil just in front, non-conformist drives. Photo, photo finish. Probabil ranged up on the outside. She's taken the lead. Probabil, she drew clear for Mayatia Land. And behind them next there we've got Beauty Diva. It's still there, your deal, but shut the gate. Probabil, brilliant. Wide draws did not matter. Probabil Conqueror. I think followed by has to be good in Harlech. It's Probabil in front. She's holding Conqueror for late in third spot. Then by uh, has to be good, but she's done it. She's done the Karaka million double. Probabil. She heads into the pantheon of our greatest ever horses, is he? One of the absolute oh, finest on the track. Ooh. Offer an absolute darling, a professional uh, loved and adored by so many of us punters, but no one, no one loved her more than uh, her owners, who I'm sure are so grateful for all of her service. Right to the end, wanted to look after her. Brendan and Joe Lindsay, a Cambridge stud, they're with us on the line this morning. So good to catch up with you guys. It must have been a pretty emotional day yesterday, and um, I know how much you adored Probabil, so... Good morning, and thanks so much for giving us some time. How are you guys feeling? Oh, good morning, Louie. Um, when we were just listening to those roads, and I felt uh, my heart was a flutter. <laughs> um, <laughs> and quite emotional. <laughs> no, um, uh, what an amazing ride we've had. It's just been, you know, a fabulous four years with her. I mean, she's really the cornerstone of our of Cambridge stud, really, for us. Well, I can. I'm the same, <laughs> Joe. It's Izzy, Izzy here, and I was listening to that. And and yesterday, when the news broke that she is retiring, it just all came flooding back to me in such a short period of time. I must admit, I've I've been a short um, 
admirer of Robert Bill. I joined the show and I've really enjoyed the racing industry and watching great horses like Robert Bill. And I could feel it in your voice. I was getting emotional listening to you talk. Um, <laughs> yeah, so tell us about this ride and, and this, this journey that Robert Bill has been able to take you on. You must be just blowing away, blowing away. And that feeling when Robert Bill crosses the line first, what's that like? Oh, morning, Izzy and, and Louie. Oh, look, um, I think yesterday was just uh, just a shock. You know, you sort of yeah. um, after after last week, and um, you know, you, you you turn up, and she she was you know she's a hundred to one turning for home last last Saturday, and got up by a nose, mm. and you know, then it's just this, it's just such a shock. You just we didn't expect it to be happening. We obviously were planning. Yeah. Uh, you know, proper bill party on the 26th, and Joe and I were planning over to go yeah. for the Allstar Mile, and we're getting our little dog organised with a babysitter, and and just and Jamie Rich is <laughs> rang and said, oh, I'm having a, I just want to, um, having one of those phone calls I don't want to make, and I'm going, oh my God, you know, I hope it's not proper bill, but of course it was, oh, but, yeah. but you know, the, 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 it's funny because, uh, not funny, but, um, you know, we were talking this morning about uh, boys get paid, and Obviously, with winning her first Karaka Millions as a two-year-old, really it was boys get paid were in the infancy. Um, and uh, then we turn up and win the three-year-old. She did, and the guys were chanting. And I remember Tom Maglia from Cornwall Stud after the race because they had Conquer in the race, and he came up and he said, I've been to races all over the world. And he said, I've never yeah. seen or heard or felt an atmosphere like this <laughs> ever before on a race course. And that's the sort of thrill. You know, yes, it's about winning, but that's the sort of thrill a horse like that brings you is, um, you know, not yeah. just being owners, but being part of the whole thing. And, uh, you know, it's crystallised our stud, our, our staff, uh, obviously our family, and, um, yeah. and it was just a shock. And, that, and that's the biggest thing, yeah. I think. I think. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It, you know, it, Brendan, you're so, you're so right. And, like, I think for a culmination of reasons, but probably will come along at a time where BGP and Luke and Benny and myself were just really starting to ramp up the kind of that, that new phase of a punter and being able to smack her with $50,000 on, on the second Karaka <laughs> million. Um, and, and just the, the kind of, you know, the banner she held for the new age racing fan and going to Australia and succeeding and being able to cheer her on in the Epsom. And actually the day that Tiakel Shark won, I think that's her best win. Um, and, and just kind of being, oh. being able to usher that new wave of racing fan. Like, so she's done so much, but I think from an industry point of view, she's actually done more than what she actually achieved on the race course, if that makes sense. It does. It certainly does. I mean, we were there. We were, that was the last actually, the last race we were at the track to see her. Her was at the surround, and um, it was an that was an amazing day for her because she came from she came from the behind. There was never ever any thought that she was actually going to win that race, and I think everyone agreed with that. So, and it's just her might and determination and absolute just grit that she gets there, and that showed up again on on um, the last week um, as well, where. You know, 1,200 metres. She's only just getting started at 1,200 metres, and she she, had, she came through and, and won that race. So <clears throat> it's um it just shows you the type of grit that horse has. And so we didn't want to. When we found out then that you know she had the injury, there was no way we were going to damage her in any in any way. So that was the reason that we had to retire her. And I think that a special mention needs to be made is. You know, Jamie, you know, we haven't been to the races since uh, 
laps around Stakes Day, but neither is Savvy Richards. Mm. He trained her, you know, she won three Group 1s in Australia. Uh, she's beaten the best company and the best races, mm. and he's trained to buy remote control and Zoom. Mm. You know, I mean, you know, they say good horses train themselves, <laughs> but gosh, it's hard. that's hard to believe. But I mean, how can you train a horse to win three Group 1s and, you know, by remote and watching your videos and all that sort of stuff. And gosh, I mean, it's uh, it's an amazing achievement. And of course, Jamie's bowing out of the New Zealand racing industry to go to Hong Kong. And naturally, we all wish him all the best. And, um, you know, he's going out in the high as well. <clears throat> yeah. What's the, what's you know, the plan? Probably, what's the plan when, when, when the Queen gets home? Sorry, sorry, Brenda, you go. Well, well, well she'll, um, she, 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 she's going to stay in Australia. I think they've got a few. Um, she'll just be under the vet there for, for probably a week or so um, just to make yep. sure that she is healthy enough to travel. So she'll just come home to Caracas mm. and um, mm. she'll, you know, she'll have time to, to let down and have a few months to, to, to um, you know, to recover before she um, has a date with Australian. So, um, which is a good thing, really. It's a good thing from a bad thing because normally they come straight off the track and, and are expected to do to do well as a broodmare the first season. So we've yep. got a bit of time up our sleeve this one. Mm. So we're, we're grateful mm. for that part of it. We, we have a we have a minor little problem because when probably all, uh, when Carmelas won the one thousand guineas and probably all came back from Australia, we had our uh, paddocks next door to each other and they've become really good mates in actual fact yeah. um, last time probably came home and we took her out of the paddock probably uh, ran up and down like where is she where is she where is she <laughs> so, so we decided to make sure that they traveled together and um obviously they have and we've done everything that's the one of the reasons why carmelis went back to australia was, was so probably had a mate oh. next door and, and vice versa <laughs> they were saying that um the guys uh, in australia were saying that they, they couldn't believe how these these two horses are so close. And, they, and she squeals. <laughs> she, when Carmelas goes out on track work and she has to stand in the... She's half an hour, she's okay. And then she starts squealing. And, you know, you're calling oh, out for her. Wow. So all those sorts of things. So, you know, it's... Um, I don't know. It's, you know, uh, I think that with um, everything that's sort of going on in the world and one thing and another, the thing that mm. the horses... The thing that horses do, they give you... You know, they get you out of bed in the morning. They give you something to look forward to. Uh, there's challenges ahead of you, and yes, you can't do anything about it, and yes, you have an injury and things like that. But I think it's just really important to um, celebrate celebrate the, the achievements that she's had. And uh, and Joe and oh, I yeah. now, you know, we can't wait till first of September till breeding season. <laughs> oh, Brendan, we none of us can. Um, look, and you're so right. People are celebrating her on the text line just now while you're on the phone. Uh, love probably so much. It's just one of the first horses I started following a couple of years ago, and I just love her so much. So there's so many people with that sentiment coming through, which is really great. I know everyone would have been asking you, I mean, who are you going to put her to? Who are you going to put her to? But I guess you get a bit of time now to weigh up all your options and try and work that one out. Yes, well, we have, actually. And so um, that, that's a tough one, and I know that we're going to get a lot of phone calls. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll weigh up that. And we'll, when Henry gets home, yeah. <laughs> he's still stuck in Australia. When we'll we'll sit down and make that decision. Yeah, fair. Yeah, fair, fair and look, I, I think it's what we wanted. What we want to do with uh, she's taken us on such a journey. We just we just want to make sure that um, she's looked after. She's um, mm. you know, and we don't we don't really want to put the horse under any more pressure. 
than she needs to be. And uh, whether that's t- travelling into Australia is, a, you know, is a real worry for Joe and I. We just feel that you know she's done what she needed to do, and you know yeah. if she be- if she becomes the broodmare of of note, uh, that's just an extra bonus. But you know it's, the thing is with her, she's actually got a really nice temperament. We've got a magnificent photo at the farm that the staff took and of her and our little dog Louie. Um, uh, you know, sort of smelling each other. Oh, Lily! You know, every, Louis, every you know, time. Yeah, so little Lou runs over there, and she gives him a sniff, and she's actually got a beautiful nature. And I'll tell you an interesting story. When she came back from this, when she won the surround, and I, they had her in the paddock at Karaka, and I, I felt sort of a little bit. Un- I'm not a horsey person. Lead them around. And I felt a little bit uncomfortable. Um, I'm standing at the gate, and I thought, you know what, I'm actually going to go into the paddock with her because it's actually our horse. So I sat in the middle of the paddock, and she just sniffed around, and she sort of walked around and ate and munched and came over, and I just sat there for about an hour. And You know, that's you know, it's, uh, when you're not a horse person, you do sort of worry that they're going to either jump on you or stand on you or push you or some other blimmin' thing. She's got an amazing nature, and yet uh, you put her on a racetrack and... Uh, something comes out of her that, that uh, we've all seen. Yeah. I mean, she has an amazing following. I, I, it's, it's unbelievable the thousands of people that, um, you know, especially on Facebook and, and um, social media like that. We saw that fabulous photo of, of you guys this morning as well, her yeah. Karaka yeah. on Facebook. I don't know who mm. put that up, but it's really cool. Yeah, that's right. I actually remember when we came out and we met her, and um, I actually got a photo of you guys holding her. And I think you think you're right, Brendan. You said, oh, "I don't know, I don't know if I've ever actually held her before," and you almost had this nervous look, <laughs> look, look on your face. But she's <laughs> such a darling, and she knew exactly who you guys were. Look, like, I'd just like to say thanks because you sh- you shared the journey so well with so many people. And Joe, that's why she's got the following. You guys were always open to share her with the racing public, and um, she did such a good job yeah. for you and, and for all of us. So thanks so much for joining us, Izzy and myself, this morning to. Remember all that she did on the racetrack, and she'll have a home for life, and hopefully turns out to be a nice broodmare. But if not, as you say, Brendan, she's done all and more than she could have ever been asked to do. So, congratulations, and thanks so much for joining us this morning. Oh, oh thanks, Louis. Thanks, 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 and, and, and is he now? You've got an interest in racing. Can we look forward to seeing at the sales? You might buy one of your own. <laughs> I've actually got ten percent in one over in Australia, so I was just—I hope it. If it gets half of Probabil, mate, I'll be up and about. If it gets a toenail of Probabil, oh. you'll be through, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah half, half is a bit much. Maybe a toenail, yeah, a hoof. <laughs> oh, good on you guys. Keep up the good work. Brilliant. Time to catch up with our man, Tom Abercrombie, for Court Kings. They design, build, and install basketball heaven. He's captain of the Breakers and a tall blacks legend. Currently over in Australia with the Breakers rehabbing a foot injury. And, well, last time we spoke to him, he was up and about. Maybe he, maybe he is dunking on a few of his teammates in training. We'll get a little update. Morning, Tom. <laughs> Morning, fellas. <laughs> I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm not quite dunking yet, but I am moving a bit more. So oh, J- Jaron Jackson Jr. is happy about <laughs> that, mate. <laughs> you know, they, they tell me, Tom, Tom, they reckon that he still gets nightmares about it. You know, my favourite thing about that is that that, that dunk gets... <laughs> resurfaced every now and then by the most random people, you know. Jaron will do something in a game in the NBA and then someone will just, you know, send him a little message and be like, oh, you remember that time Tom, Tom dunked you? I'm sure he never ever sees it, but everyone in New Zealand does. Yeah. 
Did you say anything to him, mate? Were you looking down him in the eyes, or did you give him a little wink? Or did you, yeah? Take us back. Well, it's one of those ones, like, as a, as a hooper, you kind of always, you always dream of dunking on someone like that, and it never just, you always go up, I don't know, you change your shot, or you, you get fouled, and it never just quite happens, and that one just happened so perfectly, the seas parted, and I couldn't believe that the, the dunk actually went down, I don't know what I did running back down the other end, but my mind was elsewhere, and I was just lost in that moment it was just it was awesome man because to do it on a stage <laughs> like that it was um something really cool and got a nice poster out of it get to tell the kids about how i dunked on jaron jackson when when i was a bit younger so, um, so uh, cool. yeah, so, yeah oh man bro that's awesome being able to share it with your kids mate i've shown my kids a few youtube clips and they're like turn it off put on peppa pig <laughs> i don't even want to fire a dad <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. It never gets easier. They don't even care about what Dad did. So uh, you just keep them em- em- embracing it, brother. Anyway, quickly, uh, Monday, Taipans. You, you beat the Breakers. Beat them by one, one goal in there. One point in the end, mate. You pretty much pretty happy. How's how's the squad? How the lads? Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a good win. Like we we got off to a um, heck of a start. We were up, I think, twenty six or something in the first half, and mm. um, they came they came roaring back in the third quarter. We just took our foot, foot off a little bit and it, I mean it so often happens in our league these big leads are, are very tough to maintain especially when you're on the road um, you know the crowd got behind them they came back but showed some great poise and um, was able to you know, get one get one out of the end and you know we needed it, it was a big big win for us and um, you know puts us in a good position we've got another one on Sunday against Melbourne United here in Melbourne so now, it's our challenge now just to try and string it together. We've, we've, we've played some good basketball recently, but it, it's always been, mm. you know, a win followed up by a, followed up by a loss. So, you know, the, the next challenge for us is to sort of play that way more consistently and try and string some wins together. But um, I'm sure we can do it on Sunday. Yeah, momentum. Just find a bit of that momentum. I'm sure the lads will, I just feel, would have felt so good to get a win and just know that you can still do it. And I'm sure that momentum is not far away, Tom. Hey, um, you would have been had your eye on the, the NBA trade period. That we, we couldn't believe it. We were sitting here and the deal was finally done. Woj was trying to tell us it wasn't happening, but Windy got the <laughs> scoop. Harden for Simmons. Our guy Sean Marks pulling the trigger. Surely he won the side of the deal for the Nets, didn't he? I think so. I think it's a really good deal for the Nets, actually. Um, I mean, from the sounds of everything that we've been hearing, things were going a little yeah. sour with Harden there anyway. And, um, you know, to have a young guy like Ben come in, who's, I hope and think, will be pretty hungry to, you know, sort of prove people wrong. And, um, you know, once he's able to get out there, I think he'll make a massive difference for that team. And, you know, they're still going to struggle because they're going to... I mean, a team like that with a guy like Kyrie, who's such a, a big piece, who can only play away games at the moment and how that sort of works going into the playoffs and trying to establish some continuity and things like that is going to be really tough for them but um, you know the future for that team with that core uh, is pretty scary I think the 76ers are happy too to be honest Um, you know Harden and Embiid together is a pretty scary prospect as well so we'll see how that works out it wasn't so good for them yesterday their first game they got actually pumped by Boston but (laughs) Harden wasn't so we'll see how it works out 
Oh, there he is. Tom Abercrombie talking a bit of NBA and the NBL. The Breakers, can they go back-to-back? Let's, we'll be watching, brother. All the best. And quickly, before I let you go, that court, mate, that little court in your backyard, that'll look good in my little backyard as well, mate. Little court backyard? Things, little backyard? In my... <laughs> We get a full court in your place, man. <laughs> mate, I saw your little setup. You were breaking your kids' ankles, mate. What a sad dad. I know, I know. It's one of those ones, though, when you're, when you're playing against the young kids. That's why I wasn't using my hands. So I was moving my feet, yeah. but not my hands. I was trying to give them a little bit of an advantage, but you, know, you can't help yourself when they go up for a shot. You've got to swap oh. it. <laughs> Hundred percent, mate. I'm all about that. I had my little nephew up in Gizzy. He's felt the wrath. I've stood over him, going, "Yeah, boy, and he's only eight. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's oh, my brothers did it to me, mate. They used to beat me a hundred nil all my life, and that's the only way you got to learn, mate. You got to learn tough. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there he is, Tom Abercrombie. Thank you so much for your time, brother. All the best for your recovery, and hopefully, we get to see you out there very shortly. Good stuff. Cheers, guys. Thank <laughs> you.